Hello there, General Kenobi. Welcome to the Babblers Guild, where we watch and review, and if you're lucky, we're going to watch a few TV series and play a few games along the way, so come in, take a seat, grab yourself a drink or ten, and get comfortable. I'm Luke, and as always, I'm joined by the UK's leading cat fur expert, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Cat fur expert. You're the cat fur expert this week. Um, Is that what I am now? I, that, oh. well, just for this week. Next week you'll be a completely different expert because obviously, as we know, you are just constantly training to be an expert of different different um, callings in life. And yeah. this week you train to be a cat fur expert. So well done on that amazing Thank achievement you. in your life. It was a perfect. Oh my word! It's almost <laughs> set up that one was, wasn't it? Almost <laughs> set up. How? The devil are you, good sir? Absolutely fantastic this week. The sun is shining. It is. Uh, it's a bit hot. <laughs> it is, which is usually a nice thing, but uh, it's just becoming a never-ending reminder of climate change. But uh, <laughs> it is—it is, it it is nice is. weather. It's un- unseasonably warm, and the weekend is right around the corner. Although it's oh, forecast yeah. to rain on Saturday, uh, it is. but I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm good. I've been really enjoying my gaming this week i've been enjoying Ooh, my television yeah. over the last few weeks i've been watching a few things and just feel a lot more back in touch with my media and um i i'm gonna ask how you are but i already know the answer you're doing pretty good aren't you i am doing uh, you know what i am doing pretty good so last week um or maybe the week before we said that i'd passed my teacher training and i got like my cure qualified teacher status but i needed to find a job um, I bloody got one. <laughs> um, so we're Woo-hoo! recording this on the um, what day is it? Thursday. It is Thursday, and I found out on Tuesday that um, that I'd get the job. So um, good stuff. Job secured. Don't have to worry about September now. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. You can um, enjoy your summer. <laughs> I actually can enjoy my summer now. Um, however, um, I feel like there's even even better news than that <laughs> on the horizon. Um, I finally got that bloody platinum for Lego Star Wars. You did. How many hours did that take? Did you have a look? Um, at it? Yes, it was eighty-two. Eighty-two. I think mine was sim- something similar. I want to say eighty-seven. Yeah, uh, it's. Um, and I got it. I got it about an hour after I found out I got my job as well. So it was a. Um, it was a day of celebrations. <laughs> and I love the photo you sent me to show me the the screenshot of when you got the platinum trophy. You'd you'd waited a couple of seconds to do the very last thing, hadn't you? And changed yes. to both the huts. Was it Jabba oh, the Hutt yeah. and Mama Hut? I'm not sure. What yeah, the name Jabba is. and Mama, both of them. Yeah. yeah. So that was an iconic picture. Um, but that that game took forever. I know I finished it about a month ago, I think, but I think I was probably... You had a bit of a break from it, didn't you? Yeah, I stopped playing it for about two or three weeks to play The Ascent for a bit, um, and then I decided to jump back on the other week. Um, but it's good. No, I honestly, it, it didn't even feel tiring towards the end. Um, if anybody listening is wanting to get the Platinum or 100%, um, you don't actually have to 100% the game. So it's, it's like 90 eight percent the game basically isn't it yeah because you just need to do all the events in the galaxy but i think you don't have to buy all of the characters for the platinum i don't think yes you do oh you do um, there's something you don't have to do um you don't have to get all of the kyber bricks 
that's it. You just need a thousand, and to, you, I think you have about five or six left over once you buy everything. Yeah, I Maybe think more so. Um, I because um, I didn't collect all the Kyber bricks, I just left it. I think I've got a hundred, not a hundred, um, like one thousand one hundred and sixty-three, and that's done me. That's finished me. I've got all the upgrades and everything. So. Yeah. Whereas I was unfortunate enough to go for the last twenty odd of them, and uh, I wanted to pull the lever at the top of the pyramid. Oh um, yeah, the temple to get you your... before and yes. get my rather. I won't spoil it for anyone who's not got there yet. But my rather disappointing reward. <laughs> yes. Um, um, spoiler alert: It's not Indiana Jones, um, which not. would have been um, amazing because he was in the original one. So. Yes, that would have been yeah. amazing to see. You don't get to drive Lego cars around a Lego track either. I'm sure no, that was that one of the old been... ones. Yeah, that would have been that would have been an absolute doozy. Now, um, you just said you've what did you say a moment ago? You've been enjoying a few TV shows. What have you been watching? So I watched the new series of Stranger Things. Well, I well I've not watched it that. yet, so don't you dare. No say spoilers a word. then, don't but I got really dare. into that. It's, I always watched the other ones and thought, yeah, this is good. I enjoy it, but this last one, I was like, I really got into it. So I won't spoil oh, it. I'll definitely tell you to get on it and uh, and watch it if you can. It's yes, really I'm going to get on it as soon. ASAP Rocky, I'll be on that. I've also been re-watching Peter Capaldi's era of Doctor Who. Oh, have you? Because I feel like at the time I liked Peter, I loved Peter Capaldi as an actor and I liked him as the Doctor but I don't think I really enjoyed the story because the, it's kind of widely accepted the writing took a bit of a downhill turn Part of the way through Matt Smith's <laughs> era as the Doctor. I mean, after David Tennant left, some people argue. And it's yeah. got even worse in the, the last few years. Jodie Whittaker, fantastic as the Doctor. She's just not had the best storylines. Um, but I rewatched Peter Capaldi's because I really liked him. And actually, they're pretty good episodes. Some of them are really good. So I've been finding that quite fun. But I am now on to his last episode. Um, so I'm going to rewatch Jodie's, which should hopefully... By the time I get through them, should be near to the uh, final episode coming out. I don't know if that's at Christmas. I wanted to say it was in August, but now I'm doubting myself and I think it's at Christmas. It is going to be at Christmas, yes. They have confirmed that it's going to be the the Christmas specials are back. Yes. And that's going to be the regeneration, I'm pretty sure they've confirmed. Yeah, and there are rumours that she's going to regenerate into David Tennant for a few specials and then we're going to get Shooty Gatwa. I suppose we can we can always talk about that another time. Maybe we'll review Doctor Who one series at a time at some stage. Maybe <laughs> I mean I, I mean that'll take years to watch. So. Oh, you can do one in a day if you. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> one in a day. One a day doesn't keep the Doctor eye in this this point of view. Yeah, we'd have to be watching a few episodes every night. It's a bit a bit too much, I think. But um, yeah, that's that's very exciting. Um, so I've been enjoying that as well. Very nice. I've started watching The Boys, the latest series, finally, um, which is great. And if you've watched that first episode, um, what a great, um, what a great opening with that little tiny man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, if you haven't watched it, Jamie, also get I've on not. it. Because I, I it think I want, I want amazing. to. I've heard good things, and I keep it's seeing TikToks good. about it as well. So it's a <laughs> great show. To get myself on that hype train yeah just imagine superheroes but they um they're all, most of them are just awful people that sounds pretty pretty cool so they're they're yeah. super villains <laughs> pretty much but they're just sort of owned by a corporation um who who created them um so oh. they're just tied tied with law 
into like doing crappy superhero films, but then also actually <laughs> saving the world. Um, so they yeah, do it, it's but good. Hate it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's great. You need to watch it. Um, it's incredibly gory as well, um, like ridiculously so. It's like, but it's like sort of so gory. It's like comical because you sort of like, what is going on? What is happening with all this? It's sort of like Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz level of gore. Okay, I definitely have to get onto that. I think. Yeah, some good stuff. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna swiftly move us along because I want to bloody talk about this episode Ooh. of Everyone Kenobi. You watched it yesterday, um, so we are recording on the Thursday, so it did come out yesterday. And you watched it as you always do, first thing in the morning, didn't you? I did, yeah. So I get up usually about half past seven because it comes out eight a.m. UK time. So I get up at seven thirty for our American friends, uh, or half past seven for those that speak the English lingo, and or seven I... of the clock for you Victorians. <laughs> <laughs> and I spend the next half an hour refreshing Disney Plus until it comes mm-hmm. live, and it usually is about quarter to or seven forty-five. And as soon as it's there, boom, it's on. Very good. That's honestly. I wish I could do that, um, but I'm already halfway to work by by, by the time you're um, you're doing that. Um, honestly, I'm very jealous because I cause I was going to watch it yesterday, but I came back and I had a load of marking to do just to catch up on it. Um, and then I went to see Mr. Harry Styles, you um, did. which was um, actually bloody incredible. But I've just remembered. Um, I haven't done something. Yet. I know. Um, I was. I was waiting for the yeah. correct moment to interrupt and uh, let you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I literally just completely forgot. And while you were talking, I just went, ah. "Oh my god!" I actually looked over my shoulder, and there it was. If you don't know what we're talking about, welcome to our, as some would say, world famous segment, the perfect pour. Perfect pour of the week. Perfect pour. Um, this week. It's, uh, you know what, I've actually gone a bit mainstream this week. Ooh, what have you got? Um, so it's, um, you know, Abbott Ale? I do indeed. By Green King. Um, so it's Abbott Ale, but it's the reserve Ooh, Abbott fancy. Ale. Um, so it's quite, it's like a longer aged version. It's 6.5%, so it's quite a strong boy. It's quite a strong the, uh, boy. The reserve ale, the ale we have when all the others are otherwise occupied. Yes, this one is... Uh, no, this one is occupied because it's reserved. Ooh. Yeah, this is an occupied ale, I'm going to call it. Well, yeah, that's a good name for a um, for a beer. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> occupied ale. Here's the opening. Are we ready? The grand opening. Oh, I've missed it. That was quite a nice Ooh, one. Ooh, a little pop there. That was a Not... bottle cap this time, wasn't it? It was a bottle cap this time, so it's in a proper bottle. Um, we're going to go for the perfect pour. We're going to see... Um... If we can achieve, you know what? This is looking pretty good. Now, I'm going to say, I'm pretty sure last week I actually got 100% votes for the perfect pour. Did you? Yeah, it's 100%. Incredible. Now, I'm very quickly going to take a photo of this because, as always, the head is um, rapidly declining, um, which is not, not a <laughs> sentence I usually say. Um, here we go. Um, I t- I don't, actually know. I don't think this is going to get. I, I even I'm saying, this is not a perfect pour. It's not a perfect pour. The head has already gone. Um, <laughs> but smell test smells like a beer. Mm, that that will help. <laughs> also tastes like a beer. It's you know what? It's a great beer. I actually really like this one. 
Um, I have it quite a bit. Um, Tesco's, shout out to Tesco's, do a um, <laughs> do a, a great deal, uh, which is like four for six, and you get the, you can get some really nice like aged ales in it as well. So if you're ever in the old um, Tesco's, go and get your um, go and get your bevs. Yeah. But remember to shop independent. There we go. Oh, always help the local shops. Yeah. So have you seen the photo, Jamie? What it's do you think? not come through. Right, that's a problem. Um, that is a problem. Well, it says it's sent on my phone. Um, you know what? We'll continue on with this, and if it comes through, we'll have to pause immediately to do Jamie's review. That rhymed. We will do. <laughs> I didn't, even, didn't even mean it to rhyme. Um, I'm anyway, gonna join, I'm going to join you though, really quickly. Oh, yeah. oh my I, god! I, I don't have. A glass to pour it in. I do have oh. glasses, but I, I I have not got one with me to pour it into, so I'm not going to... I feel like the perfect the pour... On your face. I feel like the perfect pour is your thing, so I'm not going to steal that. But oh, I well, have got you. a Merc Lime Balance Mango and Lime Hazy Pale Ale from Ooh. Magic Rock Brewing. Oh, yes, Magic Rock Brewing's volume. Great. Now are we ready for this? I'm eagerly waiting. I can't get my finger under it. Here we go. <laughs> oh. My God, there we go. That's really nice. Is it nice? Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Good stuff. So yeah, um, there we are, joining in this week. He's <laughs> joining in this week. Uh, what type of beer did you say it was? It was a mango and lime hazy pale ale. <sighs> Love a hazy. Hazies are quite nice. Mm. Um, they're one of my when they're quite fruity. When they're fruity, yes. it's quite nice as well. Um, very good, that's, that's it. We're both having a Bev, and we're going to talk about Obi-Wan Episode 5. How is it already Episode 5? How is there only one left? We had we had two in the first week. We were quite lucky in that respect. But yeah, it does point. feel like we only just started the series, and we're nearly at the end. We've only got one episode left. It's actually crazy. It's But you know what? I'm still loving it. I am, and, and people are saying this week that, oh, it's it's brought the show back, it's turned it around, and I disagree with them. Because I don't think it needed turning around. I thought it was always on track. I've loved every episode so far. And this has just been proof that everyone who was moaning, oh, we, what about this? What about that? This doesn't make sense. Just be patient. Yeah. Just be patient. Judge a series as a series, not as an individual episode. Because you exactly. never know what might happen later on. Yeah, you this, never know. This has been one of my favourite TV series that I, I've watched in a long time. I'm excited to see it. Every time it comes out, I watch it the second it goes live, and then I watch it again usually two or three times. I watch all the clips from the best bits, <laughs> and I am just obsessed, absolutely obsessed. It's the most hooked I've been on Star Wars content since, well, The Mandalorian, which was relatively recently. Um, but it's that <laughs> same sort of thing. I'm, I get more excited for this than I do for The Mandalorian. Um, I think I'm... I'm pretty similar, actually. I think mine's sort of on par with The Mandalorian, though. Like, yeah. Mandalorian is... I think that's, like, probably my favourite thing that's been done with Star Wars, Mandalorian. Like, because I think it's a very nice expansion of the core universe. But yeah, then it definitely. also incorporates familiar elements, um, I feel like which Mand- makes me yeah. really like it. I feel like Mandalorian, for maybe the more casual viewers has has well it's been a bit of a bridge for them between the original saga that they'd have seen like the main films and then maybe yeah. the other things that they haven't seen like 
Clone Wars, Rebels, Bad Batch. It, it, it yes, kind of, exactly. Maybe yeah. not so much Clone Wars. Well, yeah, Clone Wars, Cad Bane. Um, it, it allows them to slowly be introduced to some other elements of the Star Wars universe, like Ahsoka, for example. A lot of people don't know who she is if they've not seen Clone Wars, which is crazy to me. She's such a you know huge character in Star Wars, and this is introducing it. You know, Mandalorian introduces them to her for the first time. Yeah, and that is honestly when like Ahsoka was in it, I was like, "This is this is the show," and I'm very excited for her show. Um, Me too. She'll be very good because it's been sort of announced, hasn't it? That basically all the Rebels characters are going to be in it. It has, yeah. We know Chopper's going to be in it, don't we? Yes, um, and it's. Do you know what it's going to be about? I have no idea. I assume Thrawn. <laughs> yeah, so because at the end of Rebels, um, Thrawn and Ezra sort of get blasted off into wherever, don't they? Um, and apparently it's about uh, Ahsoka trying to find Ezra and Thrawn. Well, she asks, doesn't she, the lady in Mandalorian when she's having the, the battle with her, where is Thrawn? Yeah. Um, so so that's clearly be... what's on her mind. And I'm excited. Cause apparently, I don't know where I read this. I think it was in, um, there's a YouTuber slash podcaster, Mr. Sunday Movies, and I think it was in one of his videos. And he was saying that, um, I'm pretty sure it was him anyway, um, that the person somebody playing Ezra has already been cast I think oh, it's the person who played Aladdin in the Aladdin live action oh okay yeah I can see that yes I think it's him don't quote me on it if that's wrong <laughs> I'm sorry but I'm pretty sure it was Mr. Sunday Movies and it was in one of his videos and he said that it's been cast as Ezra Bridger there we go superb mm. yes good stuff right it's been 20 minutes so let's Kenobi. get to the <laughs> Let's actually get to the episode. Um, my first note is just, yeah, DH <laughs> Annie and Obi. I, I didn't really realise what was going on at first. I thought, oh, we're back on Alderaan. Have they suddenly, oh, it's it's time jumped and they've got Leia safely on Alderaan. And then I realised, oh, no, we're on Coruscant. And, oh, oh, who's that? Is that just some... No, it's Anakin. It's Anakin when he was a Padawan. He's got the outfit and he's just, oh, I was like, wow. And he is DH, not massively, but I kind of like that they didn't age him a huge amount in, in the sense that it still looked very realistic and yeah it's um it's just basically um to put it lightly got me gagging for a clone wars live action <laughs> i would yeah i would love to see some clone wars flashbacks i imagine that's well this is set yeah probably around about the time of the clone wars i imagine uh it's, it looks like it's set either before or after episode two i, I don't know exactly where it is it's very much around the time of episode two judging by their hairstyles and their outfits yeah um, i'd say just probably i'd say a midway through or maybe just right at the end just before episode three starts there's an easy there. way to tell actually did he have both his hands um don't know <laughs> i can't remember that would be the way to tell wouldn't it because he loses one of his hands to do i'm assuming it will be during the clone wars because i think yeah. it'd be a bit weird for them to put it before episode two yeah i think so um but i uh, <laughs> people have been complaining what's the point in hayden being in the show because he's not even in the vader suit half the time and because uh, apparently they have three actors in the vader suit and he's hardly ever in it um, yeah they do but it's it's just it's just nice to have him back yeah but uh, it shut those people up that were like we've only ever seen his face like once without cgi and all the vader makeup so oh stop the clock we have a picture of a pint. What? We have the picture. Oh my god, that was um you know what? And it's so anticlimactic because 
It's not even that good. <laughs> it's not even a good one. I would say that it's it's an all right pour, but I've got it up as well. Week, just because there's, as you said, the head's a bit light. Yeah, it doesn't it's just look gone. too frothy. It looks almost a bit like soapy bubbles. It's because it's an ale. Like it's you're not meant ale. to sort of have a yeah. massive head on it anyway. But it's because like the head's completely gone pour. now. It's not a the good pour. pour, but it's a mm. good pour. Oh well. Um, well, hopefully next week we will Fingers have. <laughs> As some would say, the perfect poor. Perfect poor. That's what we're going to have next week. <laughs> of the week! Anyway, um, so we get start off with de-aged Anakin and Obi-Wan, and it's good stuff. And then, Reaver becomes the Grand Inquisitor. And I was like, get out of town. I was, yeah, surprised by that, because she's put the tracker device, and they've located where he is, and then she gets... Yeah, she gets told to kneel, doesn't she? And then yes. Vader says, now rise, Grand Inquisitor. Um, and she does. And then they go to Jabim. Yes, they do go to Jabim. So they're tracked to Jabim. Um, Kumail Anjiani's back. He's back, baby. So obviously the Empire put a bounty on him as soon as um, Reaver had had a little tussle with him in the, the um, that little alleyway. So yeah. he's had to escape to Jabim. Like the rest of everyone, um, this is a point in the show, and I think more than any other episode, I noticed it that they are. Um, so you know, as I when we're saying about like the Mandalorian, it's filmed on that big LED circle screen. Yes. So uh, it's called the volume. I actually know what it's called okay. now. So it's called it's called the volume. But I think more than any other episode, I could tell they are on the volume. You could because most of the actual scenes they're in a big open circle mm-hmm. <laughs> with a with a circular sort of background behind them yeah um, exactly so you could really see it being used um but it's not it's not like jarring i think if you don't know yeah. that that's what they're filming on you would think it was real oh yeah it looked absolutely real to be fair i didn't notice it at the time until you mentioned it and i thought actually yeah if you think every single room they're in is a circle <laughs> it is like when um, when they're on Jabim and um Obi-Wan's talking to um I've completely forgot his name I've Rogan? blanked. Yes. Um you can tell like sort of their outlines of the body. It doesn't look like they've been blue screened or keyed out. It just looks like they're sort of not against a flat surface but they're near it. Yeah. Um so you can sort of tell that they're on the volume. It didn't sort of take it away from for me but it was fine. Um I've just wrote as well the cinematography on this episode is so good because it's sort of these first little bits are quite quick scenes and sort of they're on Jabim and they realise that Vader's coming um, with the Empire and it's they're on the bridge and it's sort of a shot from behind Vader and you can see like hyperspace in front of them. Yeah. It's such a good shot and then it pans around to his face and you can see it like sort of in his eyes still like the hyperspace like whirling around and it's just so beautiful to watch. I really enjoyed the fact they kept just giving us close-ups of Kenobi and Darth Vader, and and in between they were showing the training scenes of them when you know when Anakin was still his padawan, and I thought that was so well shot as well. Like that, the actual it was a really good lightsaber battle to watch. To be honest, it was a really oh, it was one of the and I really like the animations for the lightsabers in Kenobi. I think they look really vibrant, but not too vibrant. They looked really cool. Yeah, whoever the lighting team is on this is just doing a fantastic job. Obviously, it's just like a stylistic choice to, like, because as soon as there's a lightsaber, people are bathed 
in that light like yeah. when you do like you've just said they cut to that anakin and obi-wan fighting throughout the entire episode um back in the clone wars and as soon as it shows you the close-up they're just blue they look like a smurf yeah. but it works because you're like that lightsaber is oh. giving off some energy yeah and i think before it was like oh it's just a stick that's blue whereas now it's okay <laughs> yeah, that stick. is that is a, a big beam of light that they can fight with um Cause, but the whole episode is is essentially a, a bit like a game of chess, isn't it? Between Obi-Wan yes, pretty and Vader, much. with Vader being very much the aggressor. And what's so good about those flashback scenes is they're not just there as filler to give the fans what they want. They're there to show each of the chess players working out their next move and predicting the other person. Yes, it is. Honestly, uh, that's a good parallel talking about. Um... It's so clever chess it, it does because it's sort of like one person makes a move and then the other one then the next and then the next um because with it like cutting back between this um clone wars scene of them sort of training with each other it gives pretext and a bit more context yeah. the cross cutting between the scenes um to actually what's happening within that very scene so the doors um close um because what is that little robot called? Lola. So Lola um, is has been hacked, as we see her at the end of the last episode, and Lola is flies a up. Bolt? Yes, um, Lola flies up into this sort of like little vent and unplugs this wire and cuts something off, um, and it closes the hatch, and basically all the people on Jabim are now stuck within this facility and they can't escape. And then a ship appears above with Darth Vader on, and Obi Wan says. Um, he has no patience, he will attack. And then they say, like, oh, how do you know that? And it's sort of people yeah. very slowly working out, Obi-Wan knows who this is. Yeah, and they, they start to put it together, and that's when we get a scene of him showing how he knows, because it shows how he says to Anakin about how he doesn't have patience and things in, in the Clone Wars flashback, but you can tell people are a bit like, okay, they, they start to trust him a bit more at that point, don't they, because they're scared yes. and think he's just another random bloke at that point and then and he he we what we see in this episode is we see obi-wan kenobi come back slightly we've had old ben the scared hermit most of the series and now we see him becoming obi-wan again he looks around and he sees people that are scared and in danger and he says right i'm gonna step up and save these people he does and it's pure obi-wan goodness like he's a jedi he's jedi through and through and everything he does he does to save people and if yeah. he has to lay down his life right then and right there he'll do it just to save all of those people because that's the situation he's um he's got himself into um yeah. they run into a problem don't they now of trying to yes. open this vent um and the only person who can fit into the vent um is leia because it's obviously quite small so i've written down get her a bloody ladder and then as soon as i wrote <laughs> that down obi-wan was like get her a ladder and i was like yes <laughs> like, yes thank god for that i, I love like, how much oh. he trusts her like but he he knows whose daughter she is yeah exactly so he's like get up there you get up there but that's the kind of thing Padme would have done. Maybe not squeezing into a tiny vent, but she'd have been like, if they needed someone to be agile and do something, Padme would have always like, that's me, I'm doing it. It is, and it's, uh, it's, I think it's really nice how they're building her character up to be like Padme. I think that's that's really interesting, because in episode one, obviously episode one, two, and three, Padme's in it quite a bit, but 
it's weird because even though she's in it so much, I feel like she doesn't get fleshed out enough. If no, you understand, I see what, what you mean. She's there yeah. more as filler, I suppose, to to help support Anakin's downfall. Yeah, like she's there. She's she's in the films. We know that that's Luke and Leia's mom. Um, but if they could have fleshed her out a little bit more, I think she's obviously at her prime in the Clone Wars film, yes. where not Clone Wars, Attack of the Clones. Sorry, the Attack of the Clones film, where she's running around in that Geonosian facility, like blasting off Geonosians and doing forward flips and everything. It's <laughs> it's a good time. It is. She does. She's she does. flipping around in in the droid facility. Yeah, and then. When they're uh, yeah about to be executed, and everyone says she seems to be on top of things, and she's literally <laughs> on top of the pillar. Yeah, <laughs> she's just like oh, climbed so up there good. herself. <laughs> oh, honestly, it's so good. Um, so they're all blocked in. All these people, um, the Empire descend down. There's like a load of stormtroopers. They set up this big heavy gun. Reva comes, and then she shouts like fire, and they're shooting this big gun into the into the door and they've almost got through and um obi-wan says um actually let's change up our tactic i'm gonna go and talk to her and yeah. he sort of runs up to the door uh, puts his hand on it and they sort of have a, like a little force talk don't they through this big metal yeah. door yeah but so they they have a talk and this is another thing that people complained about wasn't it they said how could reva possibly know that anakin skywalker is darth vader because he would keep it hidden and he killed anyone who knew and it got addressed didn't it this is yeah, it the did, chat that's that great one has he says to her you knew that you, you know that vader is anakin how would you know that he would keep it hidden unless you were there and he susses that she was one of the younglings at the start which we we kind of you know talked about didn't we a few yeah weeks ago, we said that we been. think we said that on week one i think yeah and we um, we find out, don't we, that actually that was her, the youngling. Um, yes, it was. And that's how she knows. And actually, she also, she isn't hunting Kenobi as such. She's hunting Vader. She wants Vader. And people thought that for a while, didn't they? Because of the posters. Have you heard about this? No. So the posters for each character that got released by... Um, While you're talking, I'm going to get it? her poster up. That's fine. So they have character posters for each character... And in Kenobi's eye, in like um, uh, I can't think of characters like they've got. I think they have Jimmy Smith's <gasps> Bail Organa. Oh. In their eyes, they've got Darth Vader. Whereas in the villains' eyes, they have Kenobi, and it's well, that's who they're hunting. But in Reaver's eye, they had Vader. Oh, and it they is. Said, oh. I can see it. So maybe she's hunting Vader, and she's going to have a redemption arc, or she's actually you know going to turn out to be good in the end. Um, and and she admits, doesn't she, that yes, she was there, um, and that she wants Vader, and he pleads with her to help him. She, he sa- he says, you know, we can't do this alone, and she uh, declines, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. So she doesn't need his no, help. No, but I, it's she's got. Um, I think it's nice because I've keep saying the word parallel a lot, but there's a lot of parallels in the series. Um, she's got a parallel with Anakin as she's hot-headed and she yes. wants to do things on her own like even though if she teamed up with Obi-Wan right then and there they probably could have taken Vader down like oh, absolutely he'd, he'd have been he'd have potentially could have been killed right there but because she 
wants to take that glory and wants to do it herself as Anakin did in all those three films and all the Clone Wars and he struggled to learn from Obi-Wan she does, she just goes nah, I'll do it on my own and Obi-Wan's like, oh come on come on (laughs) we were this close to greatness (laughs) honestly they were so close to greatness but you know, as they say in Rome, do the name or do I, I did not know that. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah, that, um, that, if you don't know, um, was a Red Dwarf reference. There we go. Ah, Red Dwarf reference of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Um, just going to stop for a moment. Um, I'm going to edit this out. Um, cause the dog next door is barking. <laughs> yep. Just going to wait. Okay, we're back. Um... <laughs> Um, slight um, animal difficulties there. Um, not mine. Um, anyway, uh, or, or yours either. Um, so I don't even know where I've got to. So I just put Obi Wan got into Reaver's head about the Order sixty six. Um, Reaver is a double agent. Um, troops breach. Yeah, so the troopers breach the. Oh my god! Started again, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Hello, um, this is Luke. We waited for about five minutes, and um, we ended up talking about lots of things, including Jamie's new silent vape. Um, it was a very interesting conversation, and this is where we picked up. Oh, very slightly. I leaned into the mic but, that time. Ah, so, oh, what, like... Um, if I do what? it now, are you ready? Did you get that? No. There we go. Um... When he said he leaned into the mic, he was like that guy. Chocolate I leaned into the mic. <laughs> yeah. I lean away from the mic. To be chocolate rain. The baby born will die before the sin. Chocolate rain. Okay, Business um... make you wonder where it went. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Right. Let's go. Um, we've just been speaking about chocolate rain. I don't know if I've left the chocolate rain in, but... I might have left that bit in because it was great. Um, anyway, we're Fantastic. back. Um, we're back for the second time. Um, this is great stuff. Um, so yeah, the troopers breach, um, and there is, as I've written down, a big, bloody battle. It is. It's it's the well. It's the uh, members of the Jabin crew. We'll call them. Um, I wonder if they end up being rebels later on. If that's the start of the Rebel Alliance. Maybe. Um, can we start? I've got a. Um... Just a little request. Can we start calling them Jabemians? Jabemians. Let's call them that. The Jabemians or the Beamers. The, Jib- the that Beamers. Like a, no, that, that's like a car, isn't it? The, yeah, the BMWs. The BMW Enians. The BMW. Yeah, the They're all they're all uh, barricaded up or behind their cover with their blasters, and Obi Wan in the front with his pew pew stick, his, his lightsaber. It's great. He's deflecting all of them again. He's going ham, isn't he? Honestly, he's going ham, gammon, bacon. I reckon there's about 100 stormtroopers there. There probably is. Like, There's a lot. And then there's those two... Um, we're classing them as death troopers in the black. Are they purge troopers? I don't know. There's some form of troopers in black. Let's, let's have a look. You Keep have talking a look. while I search. No. Okay, so while Jamie's searching, I'm going to tell you the story of a man... Um, and he's called James. Now, what James did is he went to France one day, and when he was in France, he came across a French stick. You know, those big French loaves of bread, and he thought, mm-hmm. he thought, I'm going to buy it, and he bought it, 
and he had a good time. He ate it. <laughs> he had some pate on it, and he even had an espresso in the morning. Now, many of you may have thought that was going to be a joke. It wasn't. It was just a story I made off the top of my head about a man called James going to France, buying a French stick, putting some pate on it, eating it, and then having some espresso. So there you go. Jamie, have you found what you're looking for? I believe they're the Purge Troopers. The Those Death Troopers, troopers are also in black. It was definitely the Purge Troopers in episode four with the red shoulder pad. Um, right, okay. And I believe it's the same troopers that we see in episode five. So they are Purge Troopers, these. Right. Very good. Okay, so Purge Troopers is about two or three of them, maybe four, who knows, um, and then about a hundred stormtroopers. And they do end up breaching this place. They kill a load of people. Um, Tala gets shot in the guts. Um, she falls to the floor. And then I actually was more upset that the loader bot died. Oh, I know, <laughs> he could, but he he kneeled down in front of her with his last, with his dying not breath dying battery charge yes dying battery <laughs> charge um, and it gave me very much like Baymax and Iron Giant vibes yes it was <laughs> I got Iron Giant from it definitely yeah and he just protected her and uh, they start to get overrun don't they Kenobi's trying to get to Tala to save her because she's injured and he wants to drag her through these doors um, but he's just he's deflecting about 100 blaster bolts a second at this point and screaming Tala Tala not trying to get to her and he just can't can he? No he can't and then Tala realises this and I think it's the first time we've seen one of these in quite a long time she pulls out a proper thermal detonator thermal detonator, and it absolutely goes off and kills a load of stormtroopers obviously she sacrifices herself um, with the iconic line May the force be with you. May the force be with you. It's great. I've been waiting for it. Um, yeah. And I'm glad to hear it. And it's it's absolutely back. Um, and it goes to another flashback now, doesn't it? To um, Obi-Wan and Anakin. It's sort of a little bit of a life lesson. And then Obi-Wan suddenly decides that Vader knows that he's going to stay there and protect all those people. So the best thing for him to do is to actually just surrender himself. Because Vader wants Obi-Wan. He doesn't want anyone else. Yes. He just wants Obi-Wan. And Vader knows that he's going to do whatever it takes to protect those people and that he doesn't need to attack. Well, he is attacking anyway, but he knows that Obi-Wan's going to come to him. He does. He does stage. know that. And and But he makes Vader go to him. He turns the tables and Vader ends up going on his way. And he's basically guilt-tripping Reaver, isn't he? So when he gets outside, he guilt-trips her. He almost blackmails her, doesn't he? Like, I'm bringing him to you. Yeah, he's like, I'm bringing him to you. To He's like, what um, are you going to do, eh? Help me, or he's going to find out who you are. Um, spoiler for later on, unless he already knows. <laughs> oh, unless he does. <laughs> unless, he, unless he already knows. Um, I've just put, um, the, as the next note, um, great Darth Vader cape. It's really cool, isn't it? Like, when he's walking through all those troopers and it's just, like, splayed out with the wind it's such a good shot to see it's just so the way nice. he walks through them like he doesn't even care like he doesn't even like have to step over them he just walks in a straight line flawlessly he doesn't stop to be like oh watch my foot in he just walks seamlessly through this minefield of dead stormtroopers it's the the characterization of vader from like you said there's like three or four people playing him at this point it's second to none it's it's just so good because you can tell that he's thinking about it. He doesn't move a lot, and because he is more robot than man. And when you look at like protocol droids and stuff, they can't move. No, 
And that's basically smart. what he's made of, protocol droid pieces. Well, yeah, essentially. That's uh, that's him, isn't it? Well, he'd, he'd know about those pieces more than anyone, having built C-3PO. Uh, exactly, Ooh. bloody would. Um, and then I was <laughs> wondering about that one. Um, I've put as my next note, um, it's just a stupid note, um, I've just put Lola versus Leia, match of the century. <laughs> that lasts all the three seconds. She was like, Lola, no, you know, in a um, some animations do it, and they're like, oh my God, I'm going to fight you. And then they run up to each other and they just do those like slaps in front of each other's faces. <laughs> it was yeah. like that. It was like that. She was like, Lola, no. And they sort of like, she slapped it a little bit and then just pulled the thing off and just went, oh, you're back grab- to normal. <laughs> she grabs it, doesn't she? A restraining bolt. Ah, there we. She doesn't even question how the restraining belt got there or what it's caused Lola to do. She's just like, ah, there you go, Lola. <laughs> so, it's okay. like you're done. There you go. And then Lola's back to normal. I, you know what? I was a bit dubious about Lola at the start, and I'm. I like Lola. Lola's a good, a good little droid character. Droids are always great in Star Wars. Everyone loves the droids. They are. They they're carry all good. The whole Star Wars universe, especially R two. Wow! Wow! Here he is, James Brown. I knew that I would now. There we go. (laughs) Great stuff. Um, (laughs) So they, um, so you have that Lola versus Leia match. Um, Then Vader. Now this is this is an incredible bit. So uh, Vader goes inside this um, this little bunker where they're at, and he's like. Obi-Wan is mine and he straight goes forwards through these doors opening up and he goes into this big place where the layer has just opened up the roof and he catches it just in time to see a ship taking off and it's just it's taking off and he just puts his hand up yeah because you think and for a it second stops. didn't you you think for a second oh they've got away because it starts flying away and then just boom he just stops it dead but it, it's like no effort. Yeah, he's, he's just, just like, like hand up, stopped. And we, what I love about this is you, you hear in all the comics and the other lore how powerful Vader is between the prequels and the original trilogy. Uh, trilogy. Well, <laughs> turning into Jonathan Wass then. Um, trilogy. And we see a glimpse of it at the end of Rogue One. But with this, it's just like Jesus. It is. It's, it's like it's so intense. strong. He just goes nah. He's like, nah, you're coming back. And then he pulls it down and he starts ripping it apart like it's nothing once it's crashed into the ground. But then, unbeknownst to him, as he's doing that, there's another ship behind that ship with everyone else on. It takes off as fast as possible and escapes Vader's clutches. Yes, and we have the nice little parallel, don't we, from the uh, the Clone Wars fight where he says your need for victory is, or, or your need to prove yourself is what lets you down and you'll always be yes. a paddle one. And yeah, he was in there. He's like, "Ha! Ah, look at me! I can stop your ship." And then they were just like, "But what I, what I don't get is, if he stopped that ship so effortlessly, he then sh- the the ship when the other ship hasn't even left the ground when he spots it. What was to stop him just stopping that one as well?" Um, I think it was probably because it was behind the other ship, wasn't it? When he when he maybe. saw it, um, and maybe he might have... up a lot of force energy, or they might have gone straight to hyperdrive. Yeah, um, maybe. And just oh no, wait. They could have done because at the end they do say that the hyperdrives broke, don't they? Yeah, so I did think with that because he kind of watches that get up and go, and it's like, could you not stop that one too? Anyway, it was very good and it was very clever from it was Kenobi it was to a... predict what he'd do. Yeah, it was a great bit. Um, the other ship escapes, and then um, then we get this big reveal, don't we? 
We do. Yeah, we, get we have a. Uh, we have Reva walk out behind him, don't we? Or am I skipping ahead? Um, no, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Reva yeah, coming so Reva in. Yeah, so sneaks up behind him while he's staring at the ship flying away. Very menacing looking, very sneaky sneaky. Ooh, sneaky sneaky. Suddenly, we see a red blade ignite and we see it swing at him and just like the ship, it just stops dead. It's, and... it, um, it, it gave me immediately, I just thought, I was like, Kylo Ren stopping that, bu- that, stopping that blaster bolt. Yes. I was like, it gave me yes! the same vibes. I was like, this is so good. And he just turned around slowly and looked at her, didn't he? A bit, a bit like in Rogue One when the guy started choking. He just turned around and revealed that he was choking him, and yes. was like, "Be careful not to choke on your aspirations." <laughs> that was like the best line he's ever said. Loads of people hate so that good. line, but I love it. I love it. I think it's so good. And then he reveals to her. So this is this is the reveal. I assume he reveals to her that he knew the whole time who she was. And he said to her, did you think I didn't know or something along those lines? Or, you know, did you really think I didn't know who you were? Um, and at that point, she goes to try to kill him, doesn't she? She's swinging yes, she furiously does. at him. And he's not even trying, is he? He's no. just using his hand to just move the blade around wherever he wants it and keeps pushing her back. She lunges again. He's just He just doesn't care. It's, Until she it's... gets out her spinny blade. <laughs> yes, honestly, it's incredible. But then he uses the force to stop it. He splits it in half, and I'm gonna—I I am gonna say it, but I'm gonna bleep myself out in the edit. Um, I've just written down Vader with two lightsabers. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> it was so bad good. beep moment. And what was even more cold in that seeing that first of all it was like okay and people are saying it's a parallel to ahsoka because she had two lightsabers yes um, i saw that as well yeah but i thought oh that's cold he's just taken her lightsaber and split it in half and it reminded me of when he killed dooku as well yes. when he had the two lightsabers but what's even colder than that is the fact that he throws one at her feet for her to pick up as if saying yeah. come and have a go if you think you're hard enough yes honestly um <laughs> And then all the football hooligans from Green Street came out from behind him. <laughs> Little Elijah Wood Coming there. <laughs> it was honestly, it was it was a weird scene if you haven't watched it yet. Um, but it happened. It did. We see <laughs> Vinnie Jones. <laughs> Little Vinnie Jones. Little Vinnie Even Jones. Even Danny Dyer turning up. Like, oh my god, my Danny, <laughs> Danny Dyer, the um, descended from royalty. Um, Danny Dyer, I'll have you know. He is, isn't he? Because he was on uh, Who Do You Think You Are? Yeah, he's but not uh, anyway. him. <laughs> If we pretend they're not there, and we pretend it was just Reaver in that moment, they then have a duel, don't they? Yes, they do, and it's it's great. It's a good time. It is, but even still, Vader's not concerned in the slightest. He doesn't really use his lightsaber too much, and then does the old uh, stabby stab to her, doesn't he? He does, and you sent me a meme <laughs> <laughs> earlier on. Um, if I just get it up, I'm going to describe this meme. And the meme is, uh, it's the Mike Wazowski with Sully's face um, in the bedroom looking gaunt. And it just says Qui-Gon Jinn seeing everyone else surviving, getting stabbed with a lightsaber. <laughs> yes, because as soon as she gets stabbed, who walks out but the Grand Inquisitor? Everyone oh, yes. Why have they killed him off? Why have they killed him off? Because he's in Rebels. He can't be dead. It's not canon. He's not dead. And even in the interviews, when they said, like, oh, he got stabbed in the stomach, Rupert Friend was like, one of the stomachs. Yeah, one of them. I'm a cow. Yeah, and they were like, like, oh, so he's alive then? He goes, is that what you think? 
He might be. Mm. He might not be. I couldn't say. And I think we all kind of knew he was going to come back at some point. Yeah. I've kind of accepted with like new age TV series, unless you actually see them confirmed dead on the screen, they're not dead. Exactly. If you see um, them get mortally wounded, but don't see them die, they're not dead. Apart from Stannis and Game of Thrones, who I was sure was going to come back, but he didn't. Yeah. He might do if they reboot it in 10 years. Maybe, because um, I know cause Bri- Brienne of Tarth cut his head off, I assume, um, off screen. Um, yes. Anyway, that's Game of Thrones. We're not talking about Game of Thrones, <laughs> are we? <laughs> no. But uh, the Grand Inquisitor, I can't even remember what he said to her. Um, he made some real witty remark, didn't he? He calls her Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, he calls he her says Grand something, Inquisitor. That's yeah, it. goes over, takes the little... Um, the pin the little um, scout's badge off of her uh, yeah. puts it back on and, he's, and he, sa- <laughs> he says uh, he goes uh, he, he's like Grand Inquisitor and then he puts it back <laughs> on um, he's good I, honestly Rupert Friend as that character is sound as a British Bob he's note, a great honestly. actor he's very menacing he's very sarcastic and if you look at his role in like Boy in Striped Pajamas for example he, he essentially plays <gasps> the same character doesn't he oh he's in that isn't he Oh he's God. the um, he's the guard, isn't he? I can't remember yes. his name in that, but he's the um, the, the well, obviously blonde. Um, but he's one of the Nazi officers, the one that is rather nasty to Schmuck. I completely forgot that he was in that until you just said, because um, he's also in that rebooted Hitman film, isn't he? As as Agent yes. Forty Seven. He is, yeah. So he's a really good actor. He's very good. I'm just searching up now. Rupert Friend. Come on, Rupert Friend. Yeah, Hitman, Agent Forty Seven. That's what he's in. Um, and he's in The Death of Stalin. He's in The Young Victoria, Pride and Prejudice. Um, he's in The French Dispatch. Is he in The French Dispatch? I want to see that. I don't even remember him in it. I remember him in Eternity's Gate. That was good. Have you ever watched Eternity's Gate? No, I haven't. It's really good. It's about um, Vincent van Gogh's life. I love Vincent van Gogh. I'll have to watch um, that. What's his name? Green Goblin plays him. Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, yeah. Hmm. Just having a look. Yes, boy. Yes, Lieutenant Kotler. There we go. Yes, that was it. Kotler. Lovely. Lieutenant Kotler. Um, I feel like he plays a very similar character in this. Like, very Pr- cold. Yes, but not British. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the Empire is supposed to uh, parallel the Nazis, isn't it? It is. It's it's a parallel of the Nazis, um, but it's everyone evil in Star Wars is all evil British men. Space <laughs> Nazis. Space Nazis, but they've all got British accents. It's weird. Yes. Weird times. <laughs> but yeah, they have that reveal that he's alive, and I'm thinking, oh, well, she's going to die then, and we're going to see her die. Um, but she doesn't, because Kamal Ninjiani, am I pronouncing that right? Yes. Yes. He dropped, because Obi-Wan gave him a lightsaber, because there were loads of lightsabers with the um, Jabinians. You know, I'm um, I'm just going to pause you for a second. I'm waiting for a breakdown me. to see whose lightsabers they are. I am, yeah, also, I, I did think about pausing it and having a look, but I wonder if we're going to see... I feel like they, they kind of showed it for a few seconds, wanting us to pause and see whose lightsabers were there. I didn't yes. get a chance to do it. Do you know what I want? I just want um, want to see a breakdown and go, and someone to just say, that's Plo Koon's. Oh, that's all I want! That's all I want! I just want Plo yeah, or Mace Windy I'm going to see if I can yes. find it quickly. Who's lightsabers in... <laughs> Do you remember Mace Window? <laughs> Mace Window. <laughs> Mace Window, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's actually made me really laugh again. 
<laughs> oh my god, I'm actually crying. <laughs> oh my god, Mace Window. It's not even funny. <laughs> It's not even funny. Um, yeah, he sees a load of lightsabers early on in the episode, doesn't he? Um, I don't know whose they are, but like I said, I'm no, going to try and look for a breakdown later on. I don't know if maybe they're just random lightsabers. I feel like they would have hacked up in people's. Maybe. I, I honestly don't know. Um, anyway, I've written down, um, like you've said, I've put yes, Grand Inquisitor is back, baby. Um, then I've put Reva left for dead. Um, then I've put um, instead, like you've just said that she finds a little hologram but I've just put um, Reva finds Jimmy Smith that's what I've put <laughs> yeah because Obi-Wan had the hologram device to communicate with him surprisingly never used it once just to say yeah I've got her she's okay um, yes I thought that was weird he's not updated them at all and we find out that Jimmy Smith says I'm going to Tatooine because Owen will need help with the boy and Reva knows who Owen is, doesn't she, on Tatooine? Because she yes, had a beginning. conversation with him in the first episode. And I said, what's your name? And he was like, Owen. And I said, oh, have you got family? He's like, yeah. And yeah, it, it's... Um... Yeah, so... I've, I don't that, really... I've, I've just written down Reva's coming for Luke, sort of put. Yeah. I don't get why, though. I don't... It'd be interesting to see why. She may be trying to redeem herself with Vader, but she obviously hates him and wanted to kill him. Or is she trying to use him to get to Vader? I think deep down she still wants Obi-Wan. Maybe to prove like, ah, her need to, to prove. prove herself. Yeah, maybe she it does. was again it was showing and yeah, maybe she also now hates Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan didn't defeat Vader and neither could she. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what her motive is behind behind that, but it will be I, interesting. I think next week, I think she's going to go to Tatooine. I think she's going to, you know, overpower Brew and Owen and have Luke hostage. Um, I suppose that there's probably going to be some form of battle there with her to try and get her to give in and have some form of redemption arc. And then maybe the two of them go together and she tells Obi-Wan where, where Vader is on Mustafar. Who knows? Or Bail Organa turns up and finds Reva there. Um, oh, yes, because Bail said he was going to be there, didn't he? So maybe she beats Bale there, and mm. yeah, it'd be interesting to see where that goes. But there's talk of there being a second series. It's been loosely confirmed, hasn't it? There is. So now, it might be they might have put that in at the end to set up a new series. Potentially, they might do that really stupid thing. I've mentioned how annoying this is before. They'll probably put at the end, Obi Wan will return. It's like, don't yeah. put that. I don't care. Like, just 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 release a trailer. Um, now I have put as my final note. Um, this episode would have been a really, really great final, like, end, final episode to a season. Because there's we knew so many cliffhangers. Coming, it would have been so good. Um, we're going to get the finale, though, next week. To yeah. The, the whole thing. Um, I've heard rumours that it's going to be an hour and a half, but I've also heard other people say it's going to be about 50 minutes, like the other ones. Um, mm, I, don't I feel, like, I I feel mean, like they need an hour and a half to tie it up. I do as well, unless it's just a bloody quick snip and it's like two years later maybe they do a time jump i don't think they will because vader's still going to be chasing kenobi they've not got hyperdrive and they made it quite clear didn't they that um they'd be following so i think i don't know if maybe they're going to have to go hide at mustafar or everyone like goes there to lure him away as a diversion while the rest take leia back to alderaan and then we we know pretty much from the leaked um concept art that they're going to have a battle on what looks like Mustafar. 
And then maybe that's when Qui-Gon finally comes back. Maybe Qui-Gon comes back as a force ghost to guide him through his battle with Anakin. Who knows? Honestly, if Qui-Gon doesn't come back, um, we're just going to scrap the podcast. I feel like we'll get some form of Qui-Gon because they have teased it, but I worry that it's just going to be like a voice, like archive recordings that they've kind of mashed together. It can't be. I just, I'd need... What if um, the final shot um, of the of the series is... Darth Vader in his castle, and he's sat on his um, he's sat on his throne, and his hollow projector comes off, just like starts ringing, and he presses <laughs> open, and it it does a projector, but no one's there, and it just says um, and it's like, I don't know who you are, <laughs> but it's just the... <laughs> I will find you, <laughs> and, I, and I will kill you, <laughs> and it's just like, and then it's like, and it shows off on the screen, it just says Taken Four, and it's just. I think I, th- I think he's going to turn up to guide to guide Obi to guide Obi Wan through his fight with Vader, and I think Obi Wan's going to try and pull Vader back to the light. I think he's going to say about how, because the last thing Padme said to Obi Wan is there's still good in him. Yes. So I think he's going to try and pull him back to the light. He's probably going to mention Padme and say Padme didn't want this, and I I don't think that will help. I think that will make Vader even more angry. But I think that anger will make him lose a battle. Yeah. I think we'll see what we saw in Rebels. Where these are just my predictions for the next episode. I'm gonna be we're gonna look back at this next week and be like, mate, how are you so wrong? <laughs> um, but I have a feeling as well that in Rebels, when Ahsoka like chops off his mask off and we see his face underneath, oh, it's such a good episode. I think we'll see that, and that'll be the first time that Obi Wan sees Anakin without a mask on in ten years. Yeah, I honestly, and I think I that's when he'll really he'll realize that actually there's Anakin under there. He'll realize what he's done and he'll try and. Not earn his forgiveness, but bring him back to the light. That's my prediction. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I pretty much concur with you anyway. Um, however, I do think if this is obviously the end of it and they don't end up doing a series two um, or whatever, I'm pretty sure that whenever they fight, that I mean, obviously Obi Wan's going to win that fight. He's going yes. to. Because it's got to tie in with that line, as we've said before, in A New Hope, where, um, where he says, yeah, where he says and now I am the master. It's got to end where Obi-Wan is still the master, even yes. when he's Vader, he even when Anakin ground. is Vader. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think so. I don't think he'll kill him, but I think something will happen. They get Obi-Wan, maybe, yeah, gets the high ground, chops him off, and Vader maybe has to retreat or something. But I don't think he'd ever do that. I don't know. Maybe Obi Wan will just leave him. I don't know. Maybe um maybe we'll get an explanation as to why in episode six he looks like an egg when his helmet <laughs> comes off. Um, a little egg. He does look like a little egg in a vest. He's like a little he um he's like one of the Vin Diesel twins or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he can't grow hair, can he? Because all his follicles have been burnt to shreds. Yeah, um, exactly. So I mean, he that's why he looks like an egg. Um. But I think um, this episode was very good. Um, if you don't know, every week, um, once we've finished talking about a film or a episode of a TV series or a game, which we're going to be doing most likely after we've done all the Star Wars films, um, what we do is we rank this um, on a scale of naught to five um, of how coarse the sand is zero being like glass five being like the worst sandpaper you can think of being rubbed against your face um 
and that is in it, relation. It's rough, irritating. It is incredibly, everywhere. incredibly rough and irritating, and that's in relation to the line in episode two of Anakin where he talks about the sand, and it's horrendous. So, Jamie, what are you giving this? How coarse is that sand? I want to leave some room for next week. In Ooh, case he's it's going better. He's going balls out. I'm gonna say naught point naught one. This is some of the best Star Wars content that I think exists this episode. Bloody hell, that's high praise. It's a bold statement. But but I'll leave you to to tell me what you think. I I would imagine that you're similarly in agreement with me at this stage. I, you know what? I'm going to go for exactly the same for you. Same as you, same score as you. Um, It is. Like, it's it's just some great content. Um, I... I, I completely get where people are coming from with these um, sort of like criticisms and things like that, but just take it for what it is. Like they've they've actually gone. People want to see Hugh McGregor and Hayden Christensen back as Anakin and Obi Wan. They've made it, and it's good. Yes, that's just take it. it. That's take it. it. It's good content. It's great content. If there's anything you watch and you're watching this. Don't complain about it because they're yeah. giving you what you wanted. It's so good and it's great. We're getting Vader. It's good stuff. If you want to see what he's like in the comics, just read the comics. Like, yeah, we know that's what he's like in the comics, but TV, comics, films, games, they're all different mediums. They are. You can't just do the same in every single one. It's impossible. Like, let's. All right, next thing, let's make a Sage play. Let's do it. Let's make a bit of theatre. Like it's not going to be the same, is it? You can't just go. Oh well, he wasn't like that in the comic books. Yeah, obviously, because this is a play. It's not a comic book. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what do you want? Um, yes, I'm going the same score as you. Um, good. It's stuff. like seeing someone drive a Ferrari and be like, well, he wasn't like that in his Fiat 500. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly like that. That's hit the bloody nail on the head with a banana, honestly. Um, the music's playing. It's actually playing right now. This is an emergency. The music's playing. Um, thank you for joining me once again, Jamie. It's been a pleasure. As always. As always. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's rounded off to an hour and two minutes. It's probably going to be cut down by a little Ooh, bit. Um, but it's good stuff. So we'll see you next week for the finale. My God, of Obi Von Kenobi. Goodbye. Bye. See ya.